Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us for this special edition, uh, Lent edition, I guess, of the, uh, the the Church on a Hill podcast. So welcome, and clearly from our special edition title, we're going to be talking about Lent. Yes, right? yes, yes, very clear, very clear. Uh, yeah, we... Uh, we're going to be talking about Lent, and usually around here we think spring as we enter into Lent. Sometimes Lent starts in February. Now, Lent might be a new word to some of you. I sure, don't know. It's yeah. a it's a season in the church calendar uh, preceding Easter or the the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's a it's a season of of consideration and reflection mm. and repentance. Yeah, um, looking in your life and seeing what God wants to change, and turning. Uh, turning your life towards God and towards what He wants for your life. So that season is almost upon us. When does it start, Tim? When does Lent uh, well, start? you know, officially... We're not saying Lent. We're saying Lent. Lent. L-E-N-T. Yeah, and officially it kicks off with Ash Wednesday. Mm. Uh, which We're is, saying Ash. <laughs> which is... <laughs> A-S-H. Ash Wednesday. Yes. Yes. Which is March sixth this year, uh, and that year is two thousand nineteen. Yes, in case uh, you're in the future. Right. In yes. case you're in the future. Uh, March sixth of two thousand nineteen is Ash Wednesday, and uh, that's kind of a maybe a maybe an unfamiliar sort of sort of. Day, I guess. I don't know. Doesn't Ash that kind Wednesday? It kind of brings up some questions, okay, right? Like, so what, why is what, something called Ash Wednesday? And what, what is that? Well, one, uh, let's start <laughs> with the basics. It's on Wednesday. So okay. There you go. Okay. So there we have that. But the Ash yeah. part, it's from the scriptures where the, there's this theme of our, our mortality or the, the reality that we are going to die. From the dust we came to the yeah. dust we shall return. From ashes to ashes. That no one is getting out of this human biological life without dying. And... And Ash Wednesday is a recognition that that without God we are simply dust. You know, we we don't exist. It, we our life is from His breath. Our mm. eternal life is by by His salvation through His Son Jesus. That that we need Him, and and so it's a sobering holiday if we can call it a holiday in the holy, holy sense. Yeah. You know, you know we we might say we celebrate, we honor it yeah. by. By practicing this remembrance of our 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 mortality, that we are going to die, uh, that we need God to live, and that He alone can bring us through death. So, uh, the tradition, the ancient tradition, is to receive a mark of ashes, typically in the form of a cross, uh, typically on your forehead, and that's what we do. Um, so we have a couple of services on Ash Wednesday where where we receive the mark of ashes. Right. And yeah. uh, do we want to talk about those services or talk a little bit more about Ash Wednesday for a second? Well, let's talk a little bit more about Ash Wednesday, okay, so, I think, and then we'll... Yeah, so it's important to feel that physical mark, uh, unless you have an allergy or some other reason that you can't have it on your body. Uh, yeah. I think it's important to have that mark as a, a recognition that I am marked by, by sin and by death because of sin. And unless... Um, Christ bears his marks, uh, in, in, you know, which take take my death away. So unless Christ took the nails, basically, for me on the cross, I, the mark of sin and death could not be taken away from me. And so it's taking seriously our, our condition, our situation as human beings. And um, 
I think it's really important that we practice it. Not a lot of, you know, we're kind of a community church, Bible church, and uh, but we're also a traditionalist church in a sense, if you don't know much about us. Um, and, I, and I think it's really important that we have these connect, connections to our traditional beliefs, or we could call them doctrines. This is a really deep one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. oh, Tim? Oh, I, I don't, gosh, I was just, uh, try, you know, this, with this, um, this focus on death and mortality at this particular time, that seems kind of depressing. Um, <laughs> and so I... Like because it's winter or because... No, well, I mean, I don't, I, you know, we just don't spend a lot of time, I mean, you know, thinking about our mortality. I, th- I mean, maybe we do, but by and large, I think we, we like to think that we'll live forever and that, uh, you know, we're invincible, especially when you're young. Uh, not that I can claim that anymore. I know I'm clearly not <laughs> invincible, but... Um, this this mortality that we focus on in the mark of the ashes is there any is there any hope yeah that kind I, of... I i think there is hope good good yes is this depressing or is this hopeful yeah and i think there's hope and there's false hope and i think mm. a lot of the things that the world offers us is false hope and right. and we might think it's depressing to recognize death or to talk about mortality and sinfulness but if that is our reality, then we need to know that, right? We right, need to yeah. know that we are mortal and, and in a sense, embrace that and say, okay, we are going to die. Uh, and, and therefore, one of the great human issues is, is there a way out of death? Now, the non-believer, the atheist, thinks, that, no, there's no way out of death. You're done when you're dead. Right. And the, the, the Christian asserts that, that, no, that our story continues um, after after we die, and so it, it to me it's not depressing. It's it's supposed to be a wake up call uh, Ooh, to yeah. our to our reality, and yeah. just like a diagnosis uh, could be depressing to get bad news, but better to find out that you have a treatable situation than to live in the ignorance uh, of your situation. So for me, Ash Wednesday is a reminder of our condition. Um, and that's good news that God told us of our condition, that God makes aware that we are lost without him. Um, I guess it would be great to hear everything is sugar and lollipops yeah. and, uh, you know, everything's just hunky-dory, but, sure. but if the reality is I'm dead and lost in my trespasses without, without the sacrifice of Jesus, then I best find that out. And so the hope of Ash Wednesday, and why I think it's good to put the mark of ashes uh, as a cross is is in Jesus Christ. Right. That there was one who swallowed up death. And so therefore the Christian can say, death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? And the, the victory has been stolen away from death. Its sting has been stolen away because the Son of God uh, died in our place. And, and so that is where our hope is. Now, as Christians, we kind of play this out through Lent. We right, yeah. we want to feel the weight of it, so we don't emphasize resurrection and salvation and and new life all the time in Lent. We we kind of play that back a little bit, uh, not because we stop believing in it for six weeks, because that's how long yeah, the season yeah. is, but but because we really need to feel the weight of our condition, and we really need to consider uh, repentance and and and, and then 
celebrate victory and celebrate that Jesus has given us new life and everlasting life, that there is resurrection, life after death. Um, so another thing is once Lent starts, we embrace darker themes. Right, right. And I and yeah. I and and I get that in a winter like this, this could be depressing for some folks. But but we embrace them because they're out there. I mean, our world is struggling with darker themes all the time. It's real. And, yeah. and, and people are told to bury it or hide it or medicate it. And it's like, no, let's admit it. Let's deal with it. Let's and then let's admit that God cares and has brought a uh, a perfect ultimate solution for for our darkness, for the winter that attacks our soul. You know, yeah. and um, that's why I don't think it's it's not a it's it's difficult news, but it's not meant to depress us and keep us there. It's meant to help us and guide us to to the light. Yeah, and 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 Ash Wednesday, kind of sir, Ash Wednesday and and Resurrection Sunday, or what's sometimes referred to as Easter Sunday, are kind of bookends of this journey, uh, from this realization of our mortality and our need for sin, and then God's. And then on the other end, we have the hope of the resurrection yeah. and, and victory in Jesus. Yeah. And and um, so, yeah. And, and so on Ash Wednesday here in Palouse, we do two services yeah. uh, where we invite people to come and receive the Mark of Ashes and spend uh, some time contemplating that idea of, uh, of mortality and, and our, um, our need for saving um, and we do that, uh, so in the morning, uh, from 6.30 to 8 a.m. on March 6th, we will be down at... March the, 6th? March 6th. The 6th of March? The 6th of March. Down, a Wednesday? A Wednesday. Yeah. We will be at the uh, Holy Trinity Chapel here in Palouse for a drop-in Ash Wednesday service. Uh, we call it Coffee and Ashes, and you stop in... Uh, kind of on your way to work is the idea, and we'll have uh, some time of prayer and reflection uh, that's just brief, kind of one-on-one with me or in a small group, um, and then um, and then you receive the mark of ashes and you go about your day. So usually you know, less than 10 minutes. Less than 10 minutes. Sometimes have, five. Yeah, and we'll have coffee uh, for you to take with you and... and it, um, it's still, it's quick, but it's a real blessing. I've, I've done it... Um, and it, it is well worth uh, your time. So yeah. stop in and, and and receive the mark. That's the morning. Option. Yeah, and you can kind of anchor. You can kind of anchor your day. Right. Start your day off right. In yeah. that. Um, Start your season off right. Your season off in that. Yeah. And then we have in the evening at seven. Seven. Right. Same day, March sixth. March sixth, seven March o'clock 6th, 7 here o'clock. at Palouse Federate Church. Right. In the we, sanctuary. We have more of a, a service, which is a little right. bit longer and not terribly long. Not terribly long, but, yeah. but thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's 30 minutes, right. 40 minutes. It's, it's, it's scripture. It is a more of a solemn service. If you want to catch a service where I wear my long, dark, black robe, this is uh, this and Good Friday. That's it. That's about it. <laughs> except, yep. except by request except for by funerals. Um, and, and I wear it just for the, um, for the solemn occasion that yeah, it is, I yeah, guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's Wednesday night. 
March 6th, 7 p.m. Yeah. These events are open to anybody and everybody. If you uh, are a believer or a seeker, you know, checking out the Christian tradition, you don't want to receive the Mark of Ashes, but you want to check this out, or you have a friend that wants to check this out, or you have a kid that wants to check this out, but isn't sure about the Mark of Ashes, bring them. It, the Mark is not forced on anybody. No. It's yeah. totally voluntary. Uh, all it is is a mixture of ash from our um, palm branches from the previous year's Palm Sundays, uh, Palm Sunday's uh, branches, uh, palm branches, I'm being unclear here, but we burn those up, <laughs> we grind them up. We burn something, we grind we, it up. We, we grind it up, we turn it into ash, the youth group participates in this, we mix it with a little bit of healthy olive oil, Yeah. and we we dab it on your forehead. Yeah, um, it won't cause blindness or no. It's yeah, it's yeah. pretty painless as far yeah. as things go. But um, but a good reminder of where we start our journey in this uh, place of, of of a need of rescue and and salvation, and we can't do it. And there's no hope for life for us without uh, Jesus. And and then we start that journey on Ash Wednesday, kind of up to Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. So this starts our um, Lent season, and really we've got a lot of things going on during Lent. Uh, we're going to be focusing on the book of Jonah during Lent until Holy Week, basically. Right. And and yet, as we focus on Jonah, we're going to be focusing on Jesus, too. Right, yeah. On the, on the way of Jonah or the way of Jesus. Um, and uh, Jonah, if you're not familiar with the book of Jonah, it's in the Old Testament. It's what's called a minor prophet. It means he played in the minor leagues. He never got to the major leagues. He had a low batting average. <laughs> now, all minor prophet means is that it's the, those are the prophet, prophetic books that are shorter, really. The major prophets are longer. Uh, so, for example, Isaiah would be a major prophet. Jonah's a short book. It's four chapters. You could read it probably in five or ten minutes. I would encourage you, if you're going to listen or watch or come to our services, read the book of Jonah at least once, if not multiple times, during the season of Lent. It's it's a fun and quick book to read. Um, and so that that's going to be our, our main book. And we're going to be hearing fish stories on Wednesday nights. Now, Wednesday nights are our soup suppers. And it's Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. It's going to be 6 to 7-ish, 7.30-ish maybe. And we're going to have uh, great soup. We're going to have uh, people sharing their, their testimony. And then I'll give a brief thought from, from Jonah. Uh, but p- the fish story part is people from our congregation or community sharing how, how they were maybe running or turning from God. And God, God swallowed them up and... Um, took them in the direction he wanted them to go. Change their direction. Yeah, yeah. And we're playing off one of the big things in Jonah is the fish. Right. It's not the only thing in Jonah. No. There's a there's a super storm in Jonah. There's a there's a, a plant Weird in plant. the end of yeah. Jonah that plays a really important role, but you never you don't hear big things about the plant. You always hear about this fish. All about the whale, yeah. yeah. The whale or the fish, the fish yeah. yeah. And, yeah, he kind of yeah, steals, steals the show. show. He does steal the show. And, yeah, what's and, up with that? Yeah, so we're going to use that and, and, and have some fish stories. It's just fun to call them fish stories. But um, So that's going to be Wednesday night, 6 o'clock for soup. 6.30, we'll start the devotion time. And um, yeah, so... Uh, we're working on how that's going to impact the youth group, and stay tuned for more information there. Um, so also in the seasonal Lent that goes with that, we're reading 
um, Tim Timothy Keller or Tim Keller's book called The Prodigal Prophet. I got a copy in my hands yes, right now. Know. Tim, do you want to have it in your hand? Yeah, let yeah. me hold Do you have a copy? I, I do, do, I do. Oh, but, but you want this oh, but it's Yeah, and it's a it's a good looking so nice. book. And it's it, a good looking it, it's, book. It's, it, it, it's well written, it's thought provoking. Hey, and those it, words it, are kind of big. Like, this is this is going to be an easy read, isn't it? Like, what do you mean? Oh, you meant the font. I yeah, like the font. Like long words. No, 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 no. no. This it, is like this. This the this is this is a good read. This is a doable book. This is a doable book. And if you've read Tim Keller before, you know he has good ideas. He's a clear thinker. He understands the Bible super well, but he also understands our culture well. He led led a church to become a huge, thriving church in the heart of Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, has written many good books. I recommend anything he's written, honestly. Uh, But The Prodigal Prophet. Hey, we have copies of this, and we have more copies on the way. If you want a copy of this and you're not on the list to get one, alert us now. I mean, if you're... If you're in Timbuktu listening to this or Michigan or whatever, get your own copy off of, off yeah, of Amazon. Go to Amazon or you know, don't wait for us to send you a copy. Yeah. You got the internet over yeah. there in Michigan. Yeah. I don't know about Upper Michigan. <laughs> Probably not all the okay. way up there in Upper Michigan. Upper Michigan. Yeah. I say it wrong every time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mackinac UP, Island. Mac- no, no, uh, don't, but, don't. But, Stop. Uh, but, <laughs> but you can get your book wherever you live but if you're in the Palouse area we we'll be glad to be your suppliers it, yeah. we're we're charging $15 donation for the books if you can afford them if you can't you know what we're not we don't care yeah honestly i shouldn't say that but we do care we're good stewards but we want people to have the material is what we care more about we're not going to let the cost be a bar- barrier to somebody's right. spiritual growth and, yep. yeah so that's going on and i know not everybody likes a book and some people like a daily read like some people may crush the book in a week yeah and or they may spread it out um and, but some people want more of a readings throughout lent and we have a devotional for lent called journey to the cross and it's by Christianity Today, and it's it's got several authors in it. Uh, you you might recognize some of them. This will be available at the church building, so so uh, we'll we'll have them here. Uh, we'll have enough that you can give them to friends if you want. But uh, Journey to the Cross is a great devotional, uh, and it, it follows Jesus' journey from his entry into Jerusalem. Uh, throughout what we call Holy Week, right. uh, to all the way to Resurrection, but it's meant to be spread out all through through Lent, through yeah, the, the season, season of Lent, which is really a, a six week season. So we've got the devotional, we've got uh, the book, we've got a, a special prayer bookmark that is in production that Tim's making right <laughs> it's in, now. It's, it's in, in development. It's, it's in not development. yet in production. It's, it's not in, in production. <laughs> it's in the uh, it, it's past the idea phase yes. and into the development phase. Um, but that that's coming up. So lots of stuff uh, coming up. And, you know, the book of Jonah isn't just an ancient book about a grumpy prophet. I mean, it is. He is a grumpy prophet, right? He is a grumpy prophet. Maybe but an unlikely, it, reluctant prophet. Unlikely, yeah. reluctant prof, pop, prophet. Uh, but it's a story of God, really. Just like yeah. the Bible is not just a story about sinners. It's a story about God's love for sinners. And I think mm, yeah. the story of Jonah is God's love for this reluctant prophet, that God wants to use him even though he runs the other way, even though he doesn't have the same heart as God. Um, and God wants to use him to reach some lost people, uh, so a broken culture of Assyria, the city of Nineveh. And so we're going to be looking at the deep 
understanding uh, of Jonah. And we're going to look at the God's grace in, in this book. Uh, that even if we even if we do run away from God, we can't really outrun God. I think that's one yeah. thing that I see. Uh, I don't want to give away all my cards here, but oh gosh, yeah, but no, this is yeah. a big book. It, it, we're going to explore love for our enemies. Mm, you know, yes, we're really good at that in our culture. But, oh yeah, <laughs> but we we need to just review it a little. Yeah, yeah, just a no. little bit. No, we need it at deep levels in our yeah. culture. Love for enemy, and yeah, and that's yeah. in this book. And um, really, why do we run from? God and why, why do we not run towards Him? What's that all about? Mm. And so we're going to be looking at this because Jonah, if you don't know the book, he starts by running away from God, and then God makes him move towards Him. Mm-hmm. And yet, the book ends with Jonah a little bit torqued off. Yeah, doesn't end with it all resolved. No, if, no, yeah. Yeah, I hope you really read the book of Jonah, um, and 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 just ponder for yourself what is going on here. Yeah. Um, so. What else, Tim? Do we want to say about Lent? Um, I know we've we've got we're lining up people to share at the soup suffers, uh, men and women with stories of God of how how God chased after them, maybe when they were not even paying attention to God. Yeah. And, but God God had a plan for their lives, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the whole thing. Yeah, I, I the think, book, the devotional, yeah, the, the sermons, yeah, the, the stories. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's going to be a really good time for us to. Um, focus our hearts during this season on this, um, gosh, this this uh, this this prophet who, uh, you know, so much of what we we know we we kind of just summarize as Jonah and the fish or Jonah and the whale, and we think that's all there is to it. But um, when you uh, read this these four chapters, uh, and you open your heart to the rest of the story you see that there's so much more and it really is uh appropriate important it's an important word from god for us today today uh, in our world today in palouse in america um in the world so i just i i hope that as 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 we come to this text in this time that we open our hearts to how god would really uh, move in us and help us to move towards him. Um, and so I guess that's kind of my prayer, uh, my prayer yeah. for this time right now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just echo that. I, you know, I think as men, if I can just say that really quickly, that sometimes men, and I'm a man, so I'll speak from my perspective, that men are running away from their calling from God mm-hmm. to be yeah. the the people that God wants them to be in their families and in community and that's one personal way I take this book of Jonah like am I running away from who God is calling me to be as a dad as a husband as a citizen um and but we'll get into deeper oh, yeah. as we go. We've got weeks to we consider weeks. Jonah. We We're weeks. done with Acts. We need to talk about that on our next podcast. Yeah, that'll be our next or another or podcast. Another podcast. These yes. might be out of order. We'll yes. see. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> well, thank you all for listening uh, to us ramble a little bit there at the end. Uh, this has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop Studio in the Rolling Hills of Palouse, Washington. Uh, 